0: Man, Dem, Ayokunoduni here, host of the Four Man Up podcast, and I'm joined by my brothers
1: Leandre, Marvin, Koroday,
0: and today we're going to be discussing the, the world of fatherhood. Uh, we're going to be touching on this topic of father and son. I have three phenomenal questions that, um, that are going to bring an introspective Um, perspective to our experience as sons um and and hopefully bring some value to you as an audience and hopefully start up a conversation and change a narrative of how fathers relate with sons and hopefully address some wounds and 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 bring healing and and that's even comfort and assurance that we're not alone um in this area of growth and fatherhood so um I want to thank you guys for being here. Number one, thank you for being here, man. Them. Hope you guys are blessed. You good? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Good. Pleasure. Well fed, yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> when a man is hungry and satisfied, that's the, that's one and one sorted, mate. So, so today, guys, I want to um, want to touch on three questions, and we'll, we'll try to try get everyone to answer as concise as possible. We might, you know, flow into the next one, but um, you know, this is an area that's very dear to me. You know, soon to be father, gang gang. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Pick <laughs> up my wife Susan, do all the hard work. Me, I just shot and I scored. <laughs> you know, she's carrying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? So, so um, this area is very um, interesting area, and I can't even lie. Like, what? Well, probably about nine weeks left now, mm-hmm. you know, so what's that, seven, seven months, I think. And uh, mm-hmm. so also like, it's been, when people ask me like my journey into like, oh, you're gonna become a father, like, how's it feel? Like, it's been it's been a very much um, emotional um, last seven months where I've slowly been realizing <laughs> that I'm going to become a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then just been emotional more from a perspective of like, wow, like, this is really happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm probably, I'm a lot more apparent about you know, where I need to become better or mm-hmm. what do I want to show my soon-to-be son, what it means to be a master. So when I first heard, there was a drive, like, mm-hmm. okay, let's go hard, you know, make the money, do the whatever. Mm-hmm. And then slowly there was a much more catching up of like, okay, how do you actually feel? You know what I mean? So there was, there was a two-sided um, um, paradigm where I was like, when I used the word uh, excited and also scared, but my fear wasn't like, oh, it was, was, was scared of like this is something brand new that that there's not enough textbook enough answers or anything that's going to really make me quote unquote ready to be there. it's something you have, to, you have to learn when you get there like you're going to you understand so that whole unknown or something new and like, I'm, I'm going to see how I show up when I show up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And as a man, I don't like that. I want to be in control. I want to know, yeah, I want to show up. I want to be um, confident. Like I've done it before. I can smash it again. So um, I'm I'm excited. And I'm like, whew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, and, um, you know, and I was at Men's Monday and she was describing, um, our, our teacher was describing about um, you know, identity as a man. And she, she presented these questions to us in regards to our relationship with our, my father that I think is really been fitting for all of us to um, share here. And I, even the little that I've shared, I think sometimes, um, even if I'm honest about the fair part where I'm like, it's something new, it's also a fair of like, oh, you know, um, the un- unaddressed areas of me being a son and, and how that journey was like with my dad. And so when she asks the first question, which is I will say to you guys, you know, um, how have you experienced your father-son bond? obviously that question really implies that there's supposed to be a bond. And she gave an example of like, has your father ever shared anything about himself personally? And I was like, huh? no. <laughs> what problems he wrestled with? No, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, what it means to be a man. I'll say, I'll say no, not verbally, but maybe, you know, by, by action. So, um, you know, to ask you guys, like, you know, how, how have you, you know, experienced a father-son bond? You know, did you, Ever hear your dad share with you? Witnessed you see him cry? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, did he tell you? So what it means to be a man? You know, and if not, you know, was there any other avenue for that?
1: You know, anybody can go open floor. Um, right, cool. So um, for me, I think my my first experience of a father son bond happened a lot later in life. Um, so um, my dad didn't grow up with him in the house. Okay. He um left when I was around four. Um, didn't see him again till I was about 10 or 11, but it wasn't necessarily, there was no kind of bond. Okay. It was kind of a transactional thing. We see him on a Saturday, he does his shift, then we go back home. Wow. There's no really deep conversations. Okay. Birthdays come around, Dad, I'd like a PlayStation. Yeah. He might get you a GameCube, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Like, he might get the same guy or something, yeah. but I tried, you know. Yeah, but no, yeah. no, no, he did try, he, he'd get our stuff here and there, so... Yeah. Um, but it was very transactional until about i say nineteen um eighteen when all right, cool now a lot of the questions maybe that I had, I maybe felt confident enough to ask him. um and that's I feel when we started talking about okay some form of right that like, I started asking about past things, how did you feel when it happened and you and mum got divorced, so you and mum split up, what happened and mm. da, da, da. And It's funny because he didn't give me, I feel like when I was asking those questions, for me, that bond experience was, I expected certain answers. Yeah. Which I didn't even get, wow. if I'm honest. Yeah. There was, I don't know if it's a, a man thing, mm. but just, there was some disconnect in the emotional yeah, aspect yeah. of it. Spons. Just like, oh, this this <laughs> happened, you know, and... You know, it happens. But he did he did give his perspective. Um, so that's the first time I started experiencing kind of that father son bond yeah. in terms of him showing his, you know what, I failed in this area, I should have done this better. Um, but in, the, in other areas not so much. Um, but he definitely shared that. And then from there gave his at different points he's definitely said, This is what it is to be a man. Um, but my clash with it is that um growing up with my mum, and even just growing up and having certain perspectives on manhood, there was a kind of a clash in perspective. Okay. Um, some of his perspectives were ones I just didn't agree with in terms of what he thought a man is and how a man should be. Um, and I just didn't see it as practical, okay. some of them. But some of them, they were. So um, yeah, I, I was I had that opportunity, but I was definitely a lot older. Um, so what? So when you say the opportunity, then was this just maybe only a one-time conversation, or not ongoing yeah, one? Yeah, it wasn't ongoing one. I don't. Think that, I haven't had that kind of ongoing father-son we talk every day vibe. Yeah. Nah, it's a one-off conversation here and there where we've had moments mm-hmm. of that of experiencing that bond. Okay. Um, but then the moment comes, it feels great in the moment. And then we're back to, you know. Yeah, I can't, I can't, can't ask end. you, like,
0: how does that make you feel? Because I like, cause it's almost as if, like, you're just you're getting drips and dabs or you're getting a good taster and there's, like, there's no main course. or this. No main course. <laughs> it's yeah. like
1: you're walking through. Appetiser. Hey, you're walking through Westfield, you get the small, you the small plates and then you get the small, literally. Costco is setting. in <laughs> <you guys. laughs> the <Costco, laughs> And it's cold sometimes, <laughs> do you know what yeah. what I mean? So, literally, um, I think, how does it feel? Um... I think it hurt a lot. And I don't think, I think I said this before, on some of the um, other four men gatherings we've had, mm. but um, I didn't realise how much it hurt or how much I needed it until my kind of late teens, older years. Um, I remember first crying about it when I was, like, 20. And I think my pastor asked me something like, oh, um, if you had one thing you could ask your dad, or one thing you wanted to know, like, and I think he wasn't even asking me, he was asking someone else. Wow. But I was like deep in the conversation because yeah. I was like, that's me. Like yeah. I need, I needed to ask my dad this. And I didn't get that. Yeah. Um, so how did it make me feel? It made me feel um kind of definitely a rejection piece there. Yeah. There was definitely a rejection piece there, big time. Um, it definitely made me feel like I actually missed out on something. Yeah. So, you know, I've got half brothers and half sisters and I remember like my half-brother, he's a footballer now. Um, he, oh, he's, he's a scholar for KPR. But I remember seeing my dad take him to all the football matches, seeing him take him to training early morning 6am, seeing him take him to all these different things. And I remember thinking, Dad, I had trials, he didn't come to one. <laughs> and, like, he came to one match one time, I remember, and I scored that game. I remember looking at him like, Dad, yeah. I scored these runs on the pitch, like we're all happy. <laughs> but I remember, again, it was a moment. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I had so many matches, a full season, yeah. years before that, that yeah. he, he didn't come to. And I remember him even saying that he wishes he'd, he'd had that chance. He'd done a bit more, yeah. even just on that side, sports yeah. side and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think there was a, there's a lot packaged in terms of that, in terms of how it made me feel. Um, so, yeah, I'd say rejected in one piece. Yeah. Um don't want to call it unfulfilled in a way in terms of that relationship. Yeah. Almost this, this yearning of what, what could it have been? Yeah, you know? Sure. Yeah, like, what, what could it have been? Like, yeah. what if it was this? Because now we do have a relationship. Yeah. Um, but what could it have been if this had started yeah. a lot earlier, you know, or yeah. not in, if we've been able to go a bit deeper? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, what would, that's what I would say. No, yeah. that's, that's it, man.
2: Yeah. That's it, Cody. Yeah. Um, something like you experienced. My biological father and me calling him that already frames the conversation. But my biological father, <laughs> he, um, he, was, he was with us until we were about, until I was about five. Then for whatever reason, he decided to leave and he left. For the next few years, he would then, you know, come every now and again to take us to the park. Um, every now and again, buy us McDonald's, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, but after a while, it had been decided in our family that, okay, that was, that was no longer something that we wanted to experience because those situations, those moments in our memory, um, were not as pleasant as they ought to have been. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately boundaries were crossed, which meant that, okay, that now has to be limited even more now. Um, which I think is, is a difficult decision for any family to make. But that's how that was. Fortunately though, and, and so through the years, every now and again, he pops around. Um, one thing to be, to be true about is that he would give whatever little he had financially. And that now sort of speaks to this idea that men believe they're to provide. But whatever little he had, even though it wouldn't go anywhere near covering all of the bills or even half of the bills, but any little he had, he would try to provide. But of course, there's no amount of money a father can give that will make up for the presence he's supposed to play in a particular person's life. Fortunately, though, by God's grace, I had somebody else as a father figure or mentor um, in my life. And and you know, as I've alluded to in other places, the idea of People looking at me and through the years saying, "Oh you're wise beyond your years you're wise beyond your years mm-hmm. is because I had that father figure who against my mentor spiritual father Bishop Bishop Sandcola who who was able to be that kind of role model for me um so did my So now there's two father figures, so to speak, a physical one and a spiritual one, uh, to speak of. So when it comes to the question, as an example, did he share? Did any of these two share any sort of like of their vulnerabilities or their weaknesses or their misgivings or their mis, um, their you know, sort of shortcomings and things like that? I think um, with my biological father, not so much. Though he always alluded and communicated that we must excel beyond where he went, always. Mm. Um, and even from a very young age, his thing was always, you guys will go and graduate university. And as I was familiar with in my context, make examples of people in our church community, in Nigeria, you know, you see this person's daughters getting you know, engaged, you will go on to get married. This person is graduated university. Look at all your peers, you go and do likewise. Mm. Um, so it was always a kind of encouragement to go beyond, but never a look at my mistakes. Not, an explicit vuln- not in an explicit vulnerable sense. With my spiritual father, as you can imagine, um, he, you know, he God, God used him greatly, and um, I think he was there for me uh, in various ways. In various ways. But one particular way that stuck with me was more uh, when I was having some anger issues, and I remember I was angry at my brother, picked up a chair and threw it at the wall. Nobody would expect this of me looking at me today. But but yeah, and and I was the oldest as well. And so he said to me, he opened up Ecclesiastes as a spiritual father probably would. Ecclesiastes and he said, you know, anger, I think it was Ecclesiastes, anger resides in the laps of fools. And he turned to me, he said, are you a fool? (laughs) I looked at him and I said, no, I'm not a fool. And I don't want to be a fool. And that kind of framed the pursuit for wisdom in my life. Um, I think the other thing I will say is, My story is a little bit different in that there are a lot of people who are like, felt that they needed to learn from the mistakes of their fathers and their fathers had to be vulnerable with them in a particular way. Um, But for me, that's kind of more where my mother came in. And because of the relationship with my father, I kind of learned how not to go about things and what not to do through the voice of a woman, which was my mother. And so seeing how that affected her, that more, that more, kind of influenced me growing up. So, I think yeah, that was more my story.
0: Wow, that's
2: powerful, man.
0: Cuz like essentially one could say there hasn't been a bond there, you know, for you to actually, you know, develop or actually, you know, Not ha- not ha- so much. I ha- mean, with
2: my spiritual father, father yes, yes. But, but yeah. yeah. I, I think the, the 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 funniest part about it is that there were people who would have sworn to me that, "Oh, you you must be your you're, you're, you're a good example of masculinity, you must have, your parents must be pastors yeah, or something like that. Or, <laughs> you know, that that kind of thing, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's, it's dope because obviously we're seeing
0: where somebody else has stepped up, mm. yeah, yeah. you know, because even with what people are saying about you, it's just evidence of the fruit yeah. of, of bishop. Um, in in your life. And your mum, of course. And your mum, of course, yeah, yeah, sorry, But then it's just because, obviously, that's because I'm centering on, on the son um son dynamics. Yes, yeah. And it's just like, it's interesting that, obviously, with biological dad, like you said, anything that you can you can say that was good, that he kind of emphasised had everything to do with, with actions. Sure. Which, you know, being a smart man like you are, could you could easily flip back and be like, but dad, you know, it's once in a while, to the point about you had to make a difficult choice because it wasn't healthy anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of thing. So it's almost as if like, you know, we can we can probably have extended grace to be like, you know, maybe he was just doing what he could do in his own context, and his own remit of what he thought he could do, for whatever reason he chose to do what he did. There's also then how that can still be hampered by you saying exceed greater than the do this. Like you know, a lot of stuff was what, what you would do, where it's just like, okay, well, I would probably be able to receive that more if I actually saw it done to me. You know what I mean? Kind of thing, yeah. because then. You know, it would be interesting to know if, if, then, if you now have a pushback towards you being defined by what you do, or you, or are you more aggressively trying to be more present? You know, did, did those, you know, moments steer you towards being overly focused on what you produce as a man, or overly focused on you make sure that you're present as a man? You know, what I mean, kind of thing. So. Um, I don't know if you, you, you have any answers
2: to those to, to those two questions. You know. So him being more action, well, with the words, kind of, see me more action oriented. Am I more aggressive about being about it and being action oriented, or I, I think um, for me, for certain, I think I've I've tried to do the hard work, and I think that's where the balance of mum comes in as well. I've tried to do the hard work internally, yeah. and I, I, I add this to it. What I would add to it is this, mom has always, and I appreciate we're focusing on fathers and sons, yeah. but mom has always kind of centered as any Nigerian young person or young woman would probably be aware, you need to learn to cook for your husband. Yeah. But with us as sons, it was always, you need to do this because you're going to be a father one day. You're going to be a husband, Help in the kitchen because you're going to be your husband, et cetera, et cetera. And so internally um, throughout the years, it's always been, how can I be the ultimate husband to my wife? and the ultimate father to my kids. That's always been my driving, yeah. my driving, my drive, so to speak. Um, and so I wouldn't say that I was ever consciously thinking, well, my biological father said many years ago. It was never really that, but it was always, okay, the constant reinforcement that mum is giving me now, plus the good and the bad example of how to be a father that I had before me, how can I be the ultimate father? Okay, cool. Under the grace of God, of okay, course. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a,
0: that's powerful because yeah, yeah. essentially it means Bishop did what he did, and mum did what she did, and that kind of gave you a holistic picture, though biological wasn't in the picture. So it's good because obviously you had that environment that allowed you to healthily respond to something that. You rightfully needed it as, as a son that was able to get from two paradigms, and I think the monthly I can relate to as well because my mom's a carer. She's got she raised three boys, you know by force. You know what I'm saying she was on this thing of where you learn how to clean the house, you learn how to cook. You know she was on this yeah. And I think for her once again because remember she's a very industrious you know um, um, Nigerian woman. I think for her it, it, it helped all of us have a level of, of domestic ability whereby now I'm sure Susan will tell all of you guys she's benefiting from and hopefully for a <laughs> but there, there was benefit from where it's just like okay we've not been able to be a man that's able to you know speak or meet a woman's need that maybe even our own dad's might have been aware of because they were just doing mm. what they could do in their own thing do you know i'm saying kind of thing so maybe what my mom would teach me about what a man what a woman would need from i will totally do what my dad will think or you guys get what i'm saying kind of thing here so i think that was really healthy because you had mom um, reinforcement and then you had bishops you know what i'm saying, and then. Together, it builds that, you know, holistic picture. So, you know, to throw the question to you, my bro, you know, how have you experienced?
3: It's of... interesting. I think my experience is very similar to, to Marvin's in the sense of okay. my dad left when I was young. So um, I was two years old. So I have no recollection of living with him oh. other than like what I've been told. Okay. Um, so he left and went to Canada. Okay. So it was completely, you know, other side of the world oh, kind yeah. of thing. So, I remember have, being told when I was younger I would see like an I'll be at my grandparents' house or so his yeah. parents' house. There'll be like a plane and I'll be opening the window looking up like his daddy on the plane and my grandma would tell me, No, he's not that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's not on that he's plane. Not on that plane. <laughs> kind of thing. But then um we from the age of five, yeah. I had to like, go and see him like every other year. Okay. Kind of thing. But then again, it was very transactional. Yeah in the sense of, okay, we're going to go and watch the Blue Jays play baseball. Okay. I'm going to buy you some Jordans. Yeah. Do that. And when you're young, yeah. you think, oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay, you want a PS2? Yeah. PS, a PS1 them times? Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It was so, but then I think where I can really relate to what um, Marvin's saying is, so my dad had other children, Got he got married. Okay. So him and my mom were never married. Okay. They were young. So yeah. when, when my my mum was 16 my dad was 19. So they were oh, mad young. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so they lived together for a couple of years. So when he went to Canada, he actually got married wow. to a girl that my mum knew. So you went all the way to Canada and you met someone from England, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then got married, home, had children, oh, you wow. know what I mean? So then I think the first time I went, I think it was just my stepmom. But then the next time there were siblings in it. Yeah. And that was weird yeah. because it was just a case of it's gone from, okay, yeah, it's me and my dad doing stuff. Yeah. Now I'm having to share him yeah. with these people yeah. who are my siblings, but oh, I don't really know no, you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But my dad was very intentional about me having a relationship with them. Yeah. But that's before the days of WhatsApp and all that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So how much of a relationship are you gonna have, yeah. you know, in the in the mid nineties? And I think what what built up that bitterness and anger and frustration in me my my younger sister, or the all younger, the one that comes after me, yeah. she was a sick footballer. Okay. Like really, really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was also a sick footballer. Yeah. But then I was was. Just wanted to clarify. No, no, but, no, no, but, but, no, 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 but then the story makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as like I also was like, nah, but dad's taking a training. Dad's oh yeah, we're just on our way to the other side of the country. We're just on our way to the United States because she's got a tournament. So he's all of that ferrying, all of that stuff. Where I'm in England, mm. trials for child and trials for QPR, wow. and it's it's my coaches who are stepping in and playing that role. When I'm playing cricket for London, I'm, I've, I've got to endure being in a car with this middle-class white family. Mm-hmm. I'm pretending I'm, I'm liking the music they're listening to. I'm into that. <laughs> when I could have been with my dad listening to some yeah. budge on our way to cricket. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it, so there was that level of, of frustration and bitterness of you've got you, this new family mm-hmm. in Canada. What is it about me that you couldn't do this with me. That's real. In the UK. That's real. You know what I mean? What's wrong with me that you had to go... And obviously, that wasn't the reality. Yeah. The reality was he got in a bit of trouble. My grandparents shipped him off, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then he happened to start a new life. Yeah. But it was just, what is it about me that everything I'm seeing when I come in the summer, which looks like, you know, perfection. It looks like, you know, it looks like the Cosbys. It looks like Fresh Prince. Yeah. And then this, this UK... Odd job boy comes in for four to six weeks to kind of try and fit in somehow. So to answer the question, there wasn't, there wasn't really a bond growing up. I remember like my grandma and her sister saying to me, you know, why don't you write to who does that? I'm not writing a letter to my dad. That is (laughs) there, that is so long. So it was just purely a transactional relationship. And then, like what I was saying earlier off air. It got to the point now as I got older, and you know we had a few conversations, and I grew to have a really good relationship with my stepmom. Mm-hmm. And then when I wasn't happy with kind of like how things were with my dad, she was very she would listen and she would be kind of like the mediator, mm-hmm. and kind of like pass things on. And I remember one time, this is when I knew that oh this ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. So I was I can't remember what I was, I was frustrated annoyed about. So then we went somewhere it was just me and him the car journey was completely silent because obviously I've told my stepmom I'm vexed about something.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And then on the way back, we went to like a, the equivalent of like JD in it. Mm-hmm. And then for him, the answer was, okay, what trainers you on mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, and I think these times maybe I was, I was about a teenager these times. And yeah, I'm happy I got a pair of crepes, yeah. but at the same time I'm thinking, so this is, this is the level mm-hmm. of it. But then in years to come, like when I've been married, it's been difficult to kind of have those conversations. Cause now in my head I'm like, nah, let's just keep it transactional. Let's just talk about football. Let's talk about the Prem. Let's talk about how grandma's doing. Let's talk about these kind of, like let's not get into because yeah, it's easier. And sometimes I think to myself, no, but you've got to overcome that, Leandre, ain't it? You know, your your, your dad's here making an effort now. But for me, it's like it's it's long. It's it's too it's too much of an effort. But then obviously the last thing I want to happen, God forbid something happens to one of us, yeah. and our relationship is still just this yeah. surface level, yeah. you know, like, my dad doesn't really know me, I don't really know my dad. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the reality, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so I would say it's, yeah, the journey hasn't ever been something that's where we really, really Bonded. Yeah, we have a love of we have a love of football, like a genuine love of football. Mm-hmm. And in no time, we talk. Now we may talk on average every couple of weeks, okay. but where football doesn't come up, mm-hmm. but it dominates the conversation so much yeah. that there isn't the opportunity to actually yeah. okay, so if to, okay, Dad, genuinely, like, how are you doing? Because mm-hmm. he's gone through a divorce now, you know what I mean. Yeah. So he he's like living a very different life, you know, yeah. early fifties. Early you know, he's living a life with everyone in his early twenties without saying too much, you know what I mean? But I'm telling you, bro. And then it's like, but like, I feel like, okay, how can we get to a place where I can be like I mean, my dad's not a Christian as well. Mm-hmm. Even though he's he he visits churches, mm-hmm. but he's not a Christian. But I was like, okay, like that genuinely, like how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Then I have to ask myself as well, like, Leandre, do you genuinely care about your dad's soul? Oh wow. yeah.
1: I, Good question. Very right. By the sure. way
3: you conduct yourself. Not that I'm doing anything wrong. Yeah, no, I'm hearing you, bro. But I'm hearing there's you. there's a neutral position rather than, this is my dad and I, I genuinely care about his soul. So I'm going to have certain conversations. I'm going to do certain things. And I have to continually chastise and rebuke myself. In, in all honesty, the way I behave is not of someone who cares about his soul in eternity. You know what I mean? So that's my challenge how do I overcome that? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's powerful. I like, I like how
0: you put that in there because it's almost as if now you being a believer has put a demand on on how you even, you know, honour that relationship yeah. you have with your father yeah. whereby it's yeah. no longer, well, he wasn't X, Y, Z, therefore he doesn't deserve to have bond even now. God's almost like put an you to initiate something that maybe he doesn't have the capacity to initiate when it comes to having those conversations which, could you know, which is what I believe the process of forgiveness and healing mm. actually look mm. like, you know what I mean? Which I think is powerful now because now you're older and you are a father now and you're at that stage now, it just shows you how much like, you know, as much as we could probably all sit here, because I don't know, I can't like for me this is a proper awkward now because I didn't realize all it dads left at a young age. I'm, just like, <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm like yo, you're the one man <laughs> up, Rob. I'm just like mama don't have to keep, bro. and just hearing all of your different scenarios and thing, but in each scenario and area, like so, somebody or something has stepped up to kind of like you know what I mean, and just hearing how you responded to it. Obviously, you guys have similar ones. How you it's just like I'm just like wow. Then if anything for me now, it's, just, it's almost like. You know your question, like you came at your dad talking about the Dad's not said either, yeah. and then also looking at the fact of like, you know, I like even on your end, I like, have you initiated because you, your dad lives with you. Doesn't me. Like he's still here. He's still in my life. You know what I mean? Still married. Still, you know what I mean? Still, still, still. still, still my dad's my dad's here. You know what I mean? Present. So almost everything sort of like, wow, I wonder what Marvin would do to kill to have an opportunity that, that I have that I might be taking for granted based mm-hmm. on my. Own, own journey that I've gone through because it's not always a case where if a dad's present then it means that's the best thing as well sometimes yeah. you know what I mean kind of thing and you know even for my own journey with my father like you know like but my dad's a typical Nigerian man if I'm really honest you know like the older I get the more I respect him mm. it's so crazy mm. you know what I mean because I can live with all of you guys you know and, and, I, and I think we need to, we should talk on it as well because I think the dads were always obsessed with what they can provide, yeah. i.e. what they could do for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, can, I can hallmark moments of like the Krebs or the yeah. Nintendo 64, Lego. Like, I, there's just the, the moments of where he did stuff for us, but then to connect with us, yeah. you know, how are you doing, son? All the, yeah. Yeah, they're very scarce yeah. or, or non-existent at all. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Kind of thing. And, you know, therefore I think, you know, culture will come into play with that. I'm older now, so I'm like, you know what? My dad can only do what he was, what he saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even with that, try to compensate a bit more and do what maybe he didn't get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, kind of thing. So they were very determined about our education. Mm-hmm. They're determined about us, you know, well, anything we needed, they they got for us. I can't mm-hmm. sit here and say that mm-hmm. at all. But mm-hmm. it shows us, like you said, in the whole JD Sports children Swing, like. Like, what you can get from me is not, is, is not what we really want. Yeah. I want you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Like, you want your time, your presence. I just, just want to be with you. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. And I think that like, for all of us to be four black men from dif- different ages, different lives, for us to all still have that mantra of, like, just presence mm. over, over money and stuff, it, it speaks to, like, you know, a stage of manhood that we can all address of like, you know, your father, I'm said to be father, God willing these guys will will, will catch up and shoot some ghosts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Wow. You know the how, do, how then do how then do we like look up how does that have an impact on our fatherhood journey? Now yeah. being father, you get know what I'm saying kind of yeah. thing now. Because like, you know, I don't know, what we'll, you know, just would he you, would he you prefer to have a daughter rather than a son? Or did it impact you in the mindsets? mindset? So, did, was you very apprehensive about that? when I'm going to have kids? Did, did your own journey make you feel like? Did it put any? Did it impact anything that you had towards how you viewed having your own children?
3: It. I think the only thing for me was yeah. I'd never want my daughter to feel how I felt growing up. But that's that's the that's the only thing. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, I like, for us, I wanted to have a healthy baby. Didn't mind if it was a boy or girl. I genuinely didn't, wasn't fussed I just wanted to have a healthy baby. Yeah. And in terms of my relationship with them, yeah. how uh, my dad's not a bad guy in it. Yeah. He, he's but how situations and circumstances. I don't want to say him, yeah. but situations and circumstances linked to him made me feel yeah. I would never want mm. her to feel that way. Yeah. So that's why I always say to my wife, you know what? like I, I would never even contemplate the idea mm. of us being separated mm. being divorced obviously because we're christians first and foremost yeah. but also how the, how i experienced yeah. not having yeah. a, a dad in a household yeah. i wouldn't wish on my worst enemy yeah. in terms of how it make how it made me feel sure, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. i remember being in school one time and like having a fight in primary school or something like, I, I it was a long time ago, but I, I remember randomly bursting into tears. Wow. And then people were like, why are you crying? Why are you crying? It's like, you know, all of, for all of you guys, you'll just be like, oh, you going get your old man to sort it. I can't do that. Wow. Actually, you knew I had white friends in primary school yeah. and an old man. I remember it's like, I, I can't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think for me, it's just like, I remember those moments poignantly and I never want my daughter to be yeah. in that in that kind of position. Yeah. But to go back to one thing you said about you know us saying, you know, we just desire, you know, rather than the gifts, but to be in yeah. our, the presence of yeah. our father. Yeah. Our heavenly father is exactly the same. Yeah. In a sense, we're made in his image. Yeah. And the Bible says, you know, he inhabits in the praises of his people. Yeah. So so when he so when he is he is praised, when he is he is worshipped, yeah. he is drawn towards that. And as human beings, we're we're exactly the same. We, we, the way we long to be in, in God's presence and God longs for us to be in his presence, yeah. is it's, it's the same that our children will have for us mm-hmm. and we should have towards our children mm-hmm. as well at the, at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, the, the best relationships aren't about the gifts and ex, it's just about genuinely enjoying and my, and my wife often has to remind me that more than anything, she, like our daughter, just, she just wants your presence. Mm-hmm. She just wants you to be aware because sometimes I'm, if I'm rushing to get ready for work or whatever, like you haven't even realized, she just put her hands out, used to hold her. But because I'm so track minded of, I got to jump on the train, get to work. I've missed it. It's yeah. like, just, just make sure you're always present wow. because you don't want her to grow up yeah. with even with you being in the house but not being in the house, not being present. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think for me, that is <gasps> that's that, deep, that's yeah, my biggest deep. thing. I'm still learning. So the, you know, it's deep. It's being yeah. present.
0: I'll let you go after that. Like, it's mad how your wife was just highlighting moments. Yeah. And like even now thinking about my, my journey, thinking that like anywhere that I could experience, where I experienced rejection, it was just some key moments. Mm. Even at key ages, yeah. dare I say as well. And it's mad how, you know, maybe you're consistent everywhere else, but she remembers that moment where she stretched and dad just went boom. You know what I mean? And that's, that's her own trauma. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's how simple it is, guys. You know, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not always just like, you know, you, you, you do something mad, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, it's it's, it's mismanaged yeah. moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, funny because then you mentioned like, you just had moments, mm-hmm. moments, yeah. and how like, even when you had the moments, it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. So it's almost as if like, you can be present, like we miss moments, it, 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 it could be equal, just as bad as not being present, yeah. but having moments. You know, what so, so it's almost the, the merging of the two, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once again, like two different paradigms, but at the same time, like the moments and the presence have to realign, you know what I mean, kind of thing. So as you, as you were sharing, I was thinking that's so deep because, you know, she may remember that one thing, but you you're also like, like, yeah... I, Monday to Wednesday, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what I mean, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you know what you mean, did, I mean, kind you of, did, of thing. Did you did that, know. Yeah, And yeah. I'm, 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 I'm being careful because I'm not trying to push perfection or anything, hey guys. But I'm trying to show us how much, like, you know, is 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 it, how we manage these key moments and, mm. and how, how how intentional I was being present, you know what I mean? Mm. And how we cultivate that as a habitual lifestyle now, you know, because mm. I think that's only probably residue for us as men, like if we habitually be like, you know, I'm going to put them to bed, I'm going yeah. to do certain things that can create a momentum in their lives where they, where they not that he was there, but they felt, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Me, me, you know, Me Us being there kind of thing. So um, I know you wanted to um, um, ask a, a question.
1: Oh, but, just then, yeah. I, I was going to ask a question from, um... The perspective of so with um you were talking about your daughter etc mm-hmm. um and i think oh, you touched on it earlier in terms of at this point of life yeah like as life has gone on you start to respect your dad a bit yeah, more yeah,
0: yeah
1: like getting ready to be a father yeah. you've been a father now for 20 months has that changed your perspective in any way towards your father in terms of some of the things he maybe did so like you know, getting married maybe that yeah. could be a point where you realize, boy, this marriage thing's is not easy. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah, yeah. You know what? It's not easy. I can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can, I can kind of see maybe. I, understand you know, I can understand. Yeah. You know, kind of understand how things. Okay, cool. Yeah. Not in all cases, but you know, sometimes yeah, it, yeah. it brings a perspective change on 100%. things. Like, have you had that, and has that helped your relationship with your father in any kind of way? Has it affected it? Like
3: to both of you? I think hundred like percent have. Okay. I think t- two things.
0: Yeah.
3: I think it's made me respect single mothers so much more mm-hmm. comma, so much more mm. and my wife's got a couple of friends that are single mother They're like how on earth they do this yeah. one person up i, I don't understand mm-hmm. i literally i don't understand how to do it. Or let me just take single parents because there, there are some dads, some dads where it's there. just like i don't understand yeah. so it's made me kind of more aware and then you know it sounds mad when you read about a parent leaving their child outside mm-hmm. a fire station yeah. Or whatever, and you're like, how could they do that? Yeah, yeah. Of course, I would never do that. Yeah. But it shifted my mentality yeah. to understand how someone gets to the, the point where set. they feel like I can't, can't do, this, do anymore. this anymore. You know what I mean? And let Shoot, me yeah, give that. them to someone else who perhaps can. can do job, yeah? Definitely yeah. I can I can sympathize with that individual yeah. now. In terms of my dad, I think it's it's helped me to understand it. It's not, and it hasn't, because his situation wasn't necessarily... He didn't leave me, Mm. you know what I mean? And I think that's what I've learned to understand. Him and mum didn't work out, so they separated. Mm. He was still in the UK, but obviously he had to leave because if he didn't leave you probably would have ended up at Her Majesty's pleasure. You know what I mean? <laughs> so those were the choices. choices. I, I, we all understand in our yeah, culture, so. you know, our grandparents would be like, nah, you're off, oh, you're going sure. Caribbean, yeah. you're going Africa, wherever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then once I kind of learned more, yeah. I realised actually you didn't leave me. Yeah. You just were a bit dumb, so you you that I, I was kind of like collateral in it, <laughs> collateral damage in a situation uh, uh, that you, you had to leave your son. Yeah. Um, so then, it's been difficult to kind of see the correlation between um, fatherhood for me and that because it wasn't like oh, this is hard, so I'm 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 out. But then at the same time, more well, generally, I think it's helped me to 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 demonstrate a bit more grace. Just in general towards towards him, mm. um, but I think that that was a part of the journey yeah. that was happening um, anyway. But then seeing how he has stepped up in my later years as a dad mm. and tried to be as hands on as possible, and as a grandfather as well, mm. you know what I mean. And it's difficult. I think what's also difficult for him is that obviously I had a daughter, my younger brother had a daughter like a month apart, mm. oh, okay. but then obviously he sees that grandchild all the time because they're in Canada. You know what I mean? But then at the same time, he is very intentional about how's my daughter doing? FaceTime and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So then when you see stuff like that and you can see someone trying to own their wrongs and and right them, then it's easier to be gracious. gracious, You you, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's easier to be gracious at the same... And I'm not the easiest person to communicate with okay. so sometimes I'll have the emotional intelligence to realise okay this is the conversation you want to have I'm going to shut it down <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing it, I'm changing the, the, the topic I'm doing something yeah. so I know for a fact there's been times and he would have wanted to go into it okay. and I been no no we're not doing it nah. wow. you know what I mean but but so but I think but in my head yeah. the fact that it seems like you want to go into it it's kind of like it's enough isn't it yeah. even though I'm shutting it down the fact yeah. you want to Okay. For me it's 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 enough. Why,
1: why'd you shut it down? That's a question, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: nah, and I think it's just I think it's that fear element of what's okay. gonna come out of this conversation. Okay. You know, like we're good now, we get on, like let's allow it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Don't spoil yeah.
3: It. I think it's that fear element yeah. of actually if we really get into this, mm. what's what's gonna become unraveled mm. okay. within me? Mm. And can I control my emotions in that moment? Okay. I think I think that's what it is, okay. strongly, and I think it's one of the things that trying to keep that all together, mm-hmm. rather than being in a vulnerable position where, mm-hmm. you know, tears, snot, mm-hmm. words come out, and that is like, uh But again, I think that's a level of immaturity. If I'm totally honest, yeah. with that's definitely a level of immaturity and the journey I'm on. That's real, yeah. That's real. That's
0: a perfect question, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because it's almost as if now quote unquote, your right excuse of like the opportunity you have to actually grow and heal through this thing Mm. because now it's not, dad's making the move. You know what Mm. I mean? Kind of thing. So, and it's almost as if now for yourself now, because you know what? The the fair is legitimate because once again, it's it's an unknown area of where you don't even know how this is going to. Mm. So the easy thing to do as a man, and we all do it in different ways, is just be like, huh, (laughs) come on, (laughs) Yeah. Paws, press breaks. Yeah. Yeah. The, open the door. <laughs> you, you see a later kind of thing, you know what I mean, kind of thing. And I guess, once again, you spoke about before, like the whole element of not being strong has to, be, has to coincide with the vulnerability of, of accepting weakness. Yeah, yeah. And I think
3: for me, because my dad's proud of me in the sense of it, like, you know, and, okay, yeah, you know, my son's, he's got a good career you know, he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. It was quite funny, one time my dad was like, I was like, my dad's not a Christian, he's like, yeah. you should come to Canada, you make a lot of money, you know. <laughs> 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 and he's like, do you make a lot of money preaching? You're like, well, you're trying to be my agent or something. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, North America is very different, but, but he's proud. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He's proud of the man I've become. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, if we get into it, yeah. and I really yeah. open up about how I feel, yeah. are you still going to be proud of your son? Oh,
0: you know what I mean? And do, do, you feel like it, do you feel like it's going to take you? It's going to take you too far back now that we're at this place where you're and proud of you and all this sort of stuff. Do you feel like it's going to take? Do you feel like the unraveling is going to shake the whole? thing? That you, I I think it's more for me. It's a
3: it's a illogical fear. Okay. Because I think there's nothing that could come out of a conversation yeah. that's going to make him not be proud. Oh, but know. it's the idea of he has a, a idea of perfection is the wrong word. Yeah. But of he sees his son and he he can be like, yeah, you know, this is my son. You know, um, he's done well. He's accomplished this. Blah 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 blah. He's got things together. You know, when you have that conversation, then all of a sudden people see you for who you really are. And then you're now thinking what they what they now thinking of me. Sometimes it's easier for people to like a false you than get to know the real you. No matter how close
2: they are, you know what I mean. Not to turn this into like a Therapy session, but if it's <laughs> if it's therapeutic, if it's therapeutic, then okay. Do you know what I mean? If it is therapeutic, then okay. No, it is therapeutic. I'm I'm interested to know, um, and I'm happy to to for us to go in whatever direction, but do you do you feel that the relationship with your father is such, I mean, the answer seems obvious, but I don't want to presume. Do you feel that the relationship with your father is such that it's not safe for you to be the genuine, vulnerable you, um, or do you feel that, like you said before, it's not safe enough to unmask the perception you feel he has of you? For me, again, I think it's, it's illogical. I only do think it's safe enough. Okay, cool. Fair. But I
3: think my, my fears is internal. It's illogical. And it's, and it's not just with my dad. To an element, it can come out of my marriage. To an element, it can come out of other relationships yeah, as well. You know what I mean? So I think it's purely illogical. But then it, knowing something and actually acting upon it. It's two different things. Two different things. hundred percent. You know, self-preservation. Yeah. yeah. You saw it in the garden. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So thing they did.
0: Yeah. cover their nakedness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and then we blamed. It was the woman you gave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> so the question was, so with your process of, all right, about to be a father, yeah. um, you know, married, et cetera, has it allowed you to look back and change your perspective on some of the things that maybe you had a negative viewpoint on of your father? Okay. And has it has it maybe even helped relationship with your father? Because I yeah. think you touched on the fact that you even respect your dad a bit more yeah. now.
0: I respect him so much more when I run. Mm-hmm. I, I look back and I think, cause you we had to contextualize our parents' mm-hmm. life, guys. Like, they had me quite young, I covered like early 20s, like 22, 20 something, so mm-hmm. like, like immigrants. Mm. Like coming here, like you have to contextualize it properly. Yeah. Coming here from night sh- um, you know, having to do night shift, yeah. get a new degree because their degree does not equivalent. <laughs> get masters, like doing. Like the other day, we were sharing with me and Susan. Like, yeah, you know, I remember when I used to he used to do night shifts, and then he had to he had to come home and take me to nursery mm. and then sleep in hours between pick me up. And had to go back to work. Like, my mum was working during the daytime. Day, so, like, said there were times he he, he 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 oversleep and forget to to pick me up. <laughs> oh, like, he's working night so He has to go. working. So, they 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 grinded and and they, and still go to school. Did masters, did everything. Like, and, and like having memories of all those sort of things there. And like for us, I I, I don't think we they were present enough for us to feel like, yeah, mum, and dad were there. But I think for me, like, there were just probably moments where. That I needed that affirmation, or mm-hmm. or there were things that I was looking for, and that I was it was, it was I was it was with, with rejection. So because mm-hmm. I never really knew what it was between me and my dad's relationship growing up, I that I was a bad read. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think you get beats or whatever of right. that. And obviously there was very much pro education more than like you know love you son kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That wasn't until I got saved, you know, where God had to highlight key moments in my childhood that really affect and rocked me. Mm-hmm. And would, looking back, though were they were probably like minor moments, but there were precious moments that shaped me completely, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. So looking back and the reason why I say I respect him much more now is because I'm an adult now, doing what he was doing and realizing how much disappointment he had and how he was able to pull through and how much more opportunity that I have, and realizing that, right, this is still hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about it. I grew up in Hackney, Premier State two bedroom flat and my parents were the parents that would let the uncles come over and stay to get to come and get on the feet mm-hmm. or or people would send their kids to my dad and they'd put them for school so our house was always rammed like mm-hmm. 10 man in a two bedroom flat I don't know how we did it but but then to see that from a two bedroom flat to like the, to like a you know four bedroom detached house in Purdy uh, I've subconsciously just watched my dad always level up mm-hmm. and not that's not him he's been friends with like 30 other guys from uni, all black men, seeing them all go through the same process of having flats to big houses now with their kids. Mm-hmm. I've just been always been surrounded by men that always leveled up. Mm-hmm. So then so now when I'm older, I'm now I'm getting married, going through my whole thing and thinking, right, well, like these men were able to do that in a much more hostile work environment. Yeah. So you know, now that we're getting all this representation, all this equality, stuff back then they had to just grind, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. go through it. So now that I'm older, I'm thinking, huh. I said in my mother's speech, like they all came in and said, you know, you guys are my real rumours. Cause I saw you guys grind from bottom to the top and seeing you guys doing really well. Mm-hmm. So I think now that is really just living the life that they lived and realizing, wow, as a second, you know, generation immigrant who's had much more opportunity than I am, mm-hmm. still finding it hard, you know. But I know I can do it because these guys did it with, with much more harder obstacles. So that's the real answer I can give to that question. So for my dad, you know, I can see now through wisdom that he did the best that he could do and, and, and he did it well. You know what I mean? I, I have to give my hats off to him, literally. So I'm realizing that ah, there's some stuff that I want to do that he was able to do. And I'm thinking, huh? Ah, well, definition of grind, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pops, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. So, but growing up, it would have been all the stuff that I felt because I was still dealing with, the, the, you know, with the rejection or acceptance or, mm-hmm. you know, all the other things I was going through as a young, you know, teenage boy. So that would, that would be my answer, you know, to your question, literally. So, yeah, so. I just want to round it off <clears throat> with this last question. we am gonna be very cheeky, but I want you guys to give me a concise answer with this question. Like if, if if your dad was here, you know, you know, is there is there anything one one thing that you would wanna say or, or ask him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Have I triggered so grey?
1: <laughs> could could we do, can we do both? So one thing you'd say, and one thing you would ask. Me. Okay,
2: cool. You do that. Yeah, you can do that.
1: Crazy, cool,
2: you can start. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, where do I even begin? Um, there's one thing I could say. I would say. What would I say? <laughs> Biological father. I would say, thanks for the study Bible. Mm-hmm. He gave my family a study Bible for I think for me and my sister's birthday, because they're close together. So he gave us a study Bible, John MacArthur study Bible. Think of him what you will. Oh,
0: Johnny Mac as well. Johnny yeah. Mac, man.
2: Good old Johnny Mac. So that, that helped me a lot when it came to my growth in theology, which has informed my living. Um, so that was and I did ask him about that and he didn't. Anyway, we're being concise. Um, <laughs> what, what would I actually ask him? I have asked him this. I think to ask him about things about the past would be helpful, but I'm more concerned about his future. And so my thing would be to ask him whether he's still in the faith. And I know that he is. And so, yeah, that would be my question. Not to be spury, spooky, spooky, but at this, <laughs> at this point, like, yeah. because I am who I am by God's grace, yeah, I can ask other questions, but I just want to know he's okay. And he will make it to the kingdom of God outside of that. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay. Okay. No, because time is short we can't ask any questions right? that's cool that's good
1: <laughs> no, I, I want to ask, so ask you so many questions bro. but it's alright it's alright right? <laughs> it <be> next time alright <laughs> so um, one thing I'd say one thing I'd ask um, I would say to my dad um, I appreciate that you tried wow. that's what Man. I'd say Man. I appreciate you tried you weren't perfect and um, you, aren't, you aren't perfect Man. but I can appreciate where you have tried no, I'd would, I would give him that. Um, and then one thing I would ask him is, what what advice would you give me to help me be the best husband and father that I need to be, from your perspective, like just life-wise? Because we've gone we've done the past, so we've we've gone over that quite a bit fortunately, mm. so what 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 could I do mm. and if I'm being very real, mm. this, is very, this is if I'm being raw for the sake of <laughs> we're doing photo podcasts a bit, <laughs> so let, let me give it for the people but yeah. um what the heart of that question really is still to an extent, what advice would you give me to not make the mistakes you made yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. that's yeah. really the heart of the question. <laughs> if I'm being real, but I'm just framing it nice. nice. But <laughs> it's not to make the mistakes you made yeah. um, when it came to being a husband and father. Yeah. Um, that would be my, my questions from, And then the conversation can go from there.
0: Um, yeah, John, I'll go last.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: it's yeah,
3: similar to Marvin just here. Yeah, thank, thank you for like, the efforts you've made in terms of trying to to rectify like where you went wrong in the younger years, like it's appreciated, like, you know. In terms of a question, Mm. I don't know. The Question in my mind is, if you could go back, what would you do differently? I think that would be like, because that shows me the level of self-reflection that may have taken place. And of course that that can't happen, but one of the big things that I've had is, and I think I've said this to my dad, I can't remember, Well I thought it, I don't want the mistakes he's made with me for him to make my younger brother. Okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's, what, 13 years between us. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So my prayer is my hope yeah. that, and I think that that's where I've got to is, the relationship we never had, yeah. I want them to have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I believe they have in a much greater way than, I did, but that that's 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 it for me now. For, not, not for me, I think is you no, know, the ship sailed, but I feel that of my younger brother being younger, obviously is in more in need of a dad, a good dad, than than I am. So the question would be about okay, have you really reflected on when you went wrong with me to make sure that
0: you don't repeat it, with my younger brother? what's deep you know what's deep guys yeah is that <clears throat> like even what I would say to him is, it's, it's funny how we all say the same way but this is generally what I thought like like, thank you like for what, you, for what you've done. And, you done know, You and I find it deep that all of us are even saying thanks because I, I think it kind of shows a level of growth and grace that we yeah. all possess, that we're not able to extend, you know what I'm saying, to our parents. Yeah, it does, you know, yeah. we're actually Christians. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm literally, literally like, if I say to for dad, dad, like, you're a good man, thank you. You tried, literally, like, you did well. And I think one thing I'll ask him is probably like, you know, why didn't you say I love you enough? Mm. Well, at all. probably that, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the only question that comes to mind, really. You know, imagine, we're only hugging, now that we're older, like, oh, I need your hugs now. <laughs> I love, I forget how that say, uni, I go into the uni and they're like, you know, I'm so proud of you. And even that wasn't even voice, it was by text. And that broke me down, you know what I mean? Because those are, clearly those are words I didn't hear enough mm. and that I was yearning to hear, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. So um, and maybe I can't lie, I didn't, I didn't do enough things to be proud of, anyway, <laughs> But at the same time, it's just like, you know, you know sometimes it's, it's grace, isn't it? It's being able to yeah. offer, offer something that someone else doesn't deserve, yeah. but because you, know, you want to add value to their lives, you know what I mean? So I, w- I would ask him, you know, why didn't you say I love you? you know enough well, at all you know what i mean so yeah. yeah so yeah but man, this has been deep i, I wish i had more time oh, wow. yeah I got, I, got, I got questions for Corey. i got questions for you guys thank you so much yeah. but no i time yeah i'm saying this has been awesome it's been excellent you know and i hope you guys also have enjoyed this session that we've had like you said we wanted more time to divulge But what we said tonight tonight you know so far has definitely been substantial enough for you guys to take so please you know if you do have any more questions for us comment below you know we might do an instagram live or in our next episodes you may you know have a chance to answer these questions but mandem thank you so much for your transparency for your time for your wisdom for your story you know i value each one of each one of you and i really want to thank you for for giving your time being here today man so blessings man 412 mandem in the Akaduni Formula Podcast. Thank you for being with us. See you soon.